The following is a recording of the Thomas Paine Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. We are located in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. We are also located on the web at www.tpuuf.org. Please come visit us. We go to Arrowhead now for Lift Every Voice and Sing as it's played in the stadium. At the dawn of the 20th century, America was a country full of promise and hope for many. Black Americans faced a different reality, a nation separate and unequal. Yet their hope persisted. Pained by inequality, but inspired by resilience, writer and civil rights activist James Weldon Johnson put pen to paper. His words would become a unifying call, a hope for a brighter tomorrow, a timeless exhortation to lift every voice and sing. Lift every voice and sing to in a rising sun of a new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. Let us march on till victory is won. forces that want to take us back to another place. We don't want to go back. We want to go forward. The question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists we will be. Will we be extremists for hate or will we be extremists for love? Will we be extremists for the preservation of injustice? Or will we be extremists for the cause of justice? These are the words of Martin Luther King. 
We are a community of extremists, a community founded on the belief that a more caring and loving world is possible through our action. I am Nikki Milholland. I'm Joanne Walker, and we are the co-chairs of the Social Action Committee, the group which helps us all be extremists for love and justice. Welcome to Thomas Paine Unitarian Universalist Fellowship, and welcome to this time and place made holy by your presence, made holy by your intention to heal a broken world. In the past six months, the Social Action Committee has organized several activities, all of which have been extremely successful. These include the ongoing donations to Daily Bread Food Pantry, participation in the Philly AIDS Walk, holiday collection of winter clothing for Cradles to Crayons and Better Days Ahead Outreach, envelope addressing for Phoenixville Women's Center, and the start of a band book group. We are currently having a donation drive for Mitzvah Circle, and our members will be volunteering there on March 17th. We hope to plan something soon in line with the upcoming election and challenges to U.S. democracy. Today, we join in worship to delve into the difficult topics of equality, equity, and justice, words which at first seem similar, but at closer glance have deep differences. Come join in our time of openness to learning, a time of challenge and support. Come, Come let, let us, us worship, worship together. together. Thank you, Joanne and Nikki. I'm Reverend Andrew Weber, and I'm so glad to be here with you today, to be worshiping here this Sunday morning. In January, we had a service about the power of words. You may remember that, and especially religious words, and those that are sometimes haunting to us. Today, we're exploring in more depth, in more depth three words about making the world a better place, specifically equality, equity, and justice. Why? Well, one is, one is because we want to remind ourselves about the power of language and how words have power. The other reason is that this is one of the points of our existence, of like why we are here, why we have a social action committee. Partly is to promote justice. Why does Thomas Paine Unitarian Universalist Fellowship exist? Well, part of that is to promote justice in the world. And we have a special group of people who are charged with helping us stay focused on our, like, why do we exist? Helping us focus on that, helping us reevaluate our words. And you're going to hear more about them shortly, but will the Committee on Shared Ministry, those who are here, please come forward. And if you're online, you can just wave. But Mike McNeil, Ann Rostowski, Susan Westington, Andrew Enright, Andre Enright, and Jeannie Henderson. We have two of them. As on every Sunday, we begin our worship and we join with Unitarian Universalists across the country and around the globe in lighting our chalice, the symbol of our free faith. Today, I want us to join in unison as you feel comfortable in reading our mission, the mission, the purpose of this organization. I'll move out of the way. It's on the screen there to read it together. So please join with me in a unison reading of our mission statement. We are a welcoming and nurturing community dedicated to inspiring spiritual growth and fellowship for adults and children, caring for our environment, promoting social justice and equality in the larger community. Thank you. We also each Sunday 
light a lamp of peace. Mike has to run back because he also, and he's in charge of the slides. Thank you, Mike. This is a responsive reading. I will start with the first voice. May peace be with us and with all the people of the world. Yeah, you can use the pen here. Thank you, Committee on Shared Ministry. And I said you will hear a little bit more from them in just a moment. Mission work. When you talk about mission, who here like gets excited? Like, oh, he's going to talk about mission. It's like, yeah. No hands go up. That's okay. That's all right. Maybe it doesn't sound like cool and fun. It sounds like corporate jargon, right? I mean, like a mission statement. We need to check our outcomes. We need to, you know, share a statement to to stakeholders, to shareholders. Now, that's one aspect of mission statements, but the part I get excited about, because I might actually have raised my hand, but yeah, I, I get sort of excited about that, is the, is the clarity which they can provide, the guidance, and the empowerment. Why are we here? Why are we here? To have a welcoming and nurturing community, to inspire spiritual growth and fellowship, to promote social justice. I mean, that's, that's, to me, that's inspirational. And then to test. Is what I'm doing in line with the mission? That's the challenge. Is this Sunday service in line with that mission? I do try to think about that every time I have a service. And that's hard. That's the challenge. But also a challenge in an uplifting way. Always keeping our goal on the larger focus. And right now I'm going to pass it off to Mike McNeil, who's the Committee on Shared Ministry chairperson, to speak a little bit more about our mission and their work with the words which are so important. So I'd be willing to wager dollars to donuts that not everybody sitting here today knew that we had a mission or a vision statement because we don't always put them front and center in our activities. They're on our website, they're in our bylaws, they're in the board manual, so it's available in a lot of different places for people to be aware of, but we don't always put it on display. Also, our mission is about 20 years old, and our vision is more than 10. And this is a living faith tradition and a living community. The same people who are sitting here today are not the same people that sat here 10 or 20 years ago when these words were first crafted for our community. So it behooves us as a community to review them from time to time and ask ourselves honestly, do these still align with us, our beliefs? Is this what we want to be and what we want to present to the world? And if the answer is yes, that's fantastic. There's no need to change for the sake of change. But if we review and we say, you know what? The world has changed in the last 10 or 20 years. And we think that we need to change our words and our mission and our vision for ourselves to adapt to the times. That's okay too. We are not stuck with dead words from the past if we feel they don't represent our lived experience today. And so the Committee on Shared Ministry has been charged by the board during this church year to work with the entire congregation to assess whether our mission and our vision are still reflective of us today in 2024. So you'll see via Webvine and in future weeks and announcements, we're gonna start by putting out a very simple survey that we'd like everybody to participate in. And essentially, it ought to ask just a couple of really simple questions, which is, here is our mission statement. Do you believe this is still the correct words that we should use? If not, why not? 
Same for the vision. So we're gonna keep it very simple to start and invite feedback from everybody because everybody's voice is important because our mission and our vision should reflect the voices of our community and we should all be on board with and comfortable with the face that we present to the world and the underlying core principles and ideology that this community is built on. That's really all I have to say for today. The community on shared ministry is gonna help facilitate this process, but it is not going to work without the active participation of everybody because it's not our words that matter and it's not our job to dictate anything. Our job is to facilitate and make sure that all the voices of our community are heard. With that, I'll pass it back over to Andrew. Thanks, Mike. Like, oh my gosh, more mission stuff. More that I, I, this is my first time here. I don't even know what they're talking about. Look, if it's your first time here, and I, and I, and I saw at least one person here as well. Like, you're a part of this community. You are creating who we are right now. If you've been here for decades, if you grew up here, it's like this is still your community. You are making us who we are today. We are engaging. We actually engaging with this powerful. This, I mean somewhat boring, somewhat really inspirational and interesting work, right? It's all of those together at the same time as our national organization. I've talked about this. I'll keep talking about it. The Unitarian Universalist Association has a proposal to change its bylaws, to change its mission and purpose. That's important work, right? Because language creates our reality. Not that language will sometimes, we change our mission and the next week you come in, you're like, this doesn't look at all like what, no. Not like that, but the more we say something, the more we say we're going to be a nurturing community, we're going to promote social justice, we will start doing that. So our language creates reality. So these changes with the UUA, that's our national organization, or TPOF, won't make overnight changes, but they're important, is they will shift and describe who we are. If you're interested in the UUA changes. If you're offended, if you're excited, if you have no idea and want to know more, Saturday here, 10 a.m., bring food, snacks, yourself, an open heart, a discerning mind, and we will listen to those people who have come up with a proposal, maybe give some questions, maybe chat about it amongst ourselves. We have mission statements, statements of purpose, to keep our minds on the larger focus. A larger focus, which sadly, is needed, right? I mean, if our world were perfect, we wouldn't need to focus on social justice. We wouldn't need to. If love were universal, the UUA wouldn't have to say, let's promote love as one of the values. Life is not fair. We know this. Can you switch the slide? Have, who has heard that before? Who's heard life is not fair? Yeah, okay. Who has said that life is not fair? Yeah, I, I guess. I've, I've done both of those. We are going to keep coming back to this picture or something similar to that of the three people trying to watch a game, baseball or soccer or football today. I could have edited them all, but I didn't. Um, and you can see on this one, capitalism, right? To edit the, the reality here. And that's maybe the reality of what, we're, what we have today. Who wants to see the Super Bowl tonight? Okay, who's going to be watching? Yeah, you can raise your hand. It's okay. Who's going to be watching it online? Okay, who's going to be watching it at a bar or with friends? Who's going to go in person? Is anyone? <laughs> See, there, are some, there are some barriers to that. 
Do you have internet access? Do you have the money to pay for whatever company owns, is it Fox, whoever owns that? Do you have the TV subscription? Do you have the friends or the familial support? Do you have to work tonight? Do you have tickets and transportation to get there? Right? This, is, this is maybe where we are. Right? I mean, that's watching a sporting event really does bring these ideas of, of inequity to mind. I'm with Calvin here. It's not fair. But rather than talk about how life isn't fair, because we all, I mean, we all know that, right? Let's have an activity. And you're, you, if you've been here before, and you've been here on this one specific day, I don't know, remember when it was, but I've done this before, but I'm going to do it again, and we're going to shift it throughout. Just as we'll come back to this picture, we'll come back to the activity also. Who got some scrap paper on their way in? Hopefully everyone got some scrap paper. If you didn't, you can go get some. You can lean to a neighbor. Here's what I want you to do. Get your scrap paper. It's scrap paper. There's a reason. If you read it, that's fine. Throw it up. If you're at home, you can just get your own scrap paper. There's a recycle bin here. Stay where you are. If you're at home, you can also try. Throw it in the recycle bin. Just start from where you are. I got it in. Oh, oh, so close. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, good. Oh. It's, oh, God. There's one. There's one. So. Yeah. Come on up. Right here. Right there. Go for it. Nice job. Nice job. That was really good. So what happened? What happened there? Did anyone online get your paper in? There are three. What happened? Tell me, tell me what you felt. Did that seem fair? Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> Some people got hit inadvertently or, or on purpose. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, good point. Yeah, so capitalism, everyone can see over the fence in the picture. If it actually were capitalism, maybe there's another person over here, over here, who can't see over. Yeah, good point. Someone got it the whole way back here, yeah. Yeah. It was harder for those of you further away. I didn't have a problem at all. Yeah. There's some people who start on the opponent's 10-yard line and yet still excited when they get the touchdown. As in, you're really close to the goal, and you're still really excited when you make it, even though the goal is this, rather than many, many miles or yards. Yeah, well, think about this. Think about where in your life you feel this inequity. You feel this same sort of, well, well there's no way. There's no way. I was online. How, how was I supposed to do this? I know that was impossible for you and for many here. Think about where else in your life you feel this. We'll come back to it. But for now, hold it in your heart 
and join me in singing. We're going to sing the song we just heard. It's 149 in the hymnal. The lyrics will also be on the screen. 149, lift every voice and sing. Please rise in body or in spirit. Thank you. In our mission statement, we promote equality in the larger world. Now remember that words have power, and they help create reality. So I ask, because they have power, I want to know what I'm saying. What is equality? Is that everyone is treated equal? Sounds like, that sounds like a good thing, right? Everyone's treated equal. That sounds good to me. I want to be treated the same as other people. Although there are times when being treated equally is less than helpful. What if we're standing at the Fenster soccer game, for example, right? And we're giving something to stand on. What if provided the same health insurance, but one person has few medical needs and another needs ongoing treatments, prescriptions, therapy, or other care? Right? Then equal doesn't seem fair. Helps one, helps two, not everyone. I'm shorter, so I may need more height. I don't have the financial resources that you do, so I may need more support to reach the same goals. Sure, we're running the same distance, but there are pitfalls and barriers in my way. This isn't fair. So to show this again, I, I, it said pick up a couple sheets of paper, hopefully you have a couple or you can grab one from the floor, to show equality, I've put a line on the floor. So not everyone has to come up, but those of you who wish, you can each come to that line, that one right there, and equally, you can equally throw from the same line online, I think you're just going to have to like pace out 10 feet, get your trash can and a ball and just see how you do. Good? So yeah, equally from that line. Come on, go for it. Everyone gets the same opportunity. Ooh, that was really close. Yeah, you can pick up one of the ones already thrown here. 
That line. That line. See, we can get excited about the games this morning to lead into tonight. This is like nail biting. Oh. Yep, from that line. Oh. oh. Close. Cindy, bringing it, bringing it home there, finishing it up. Nice work. Yeah, just like nonchalantly. So what happened here? Everyone had the same chance. Everyone had the same, the same chance? No? I hear see your head shaking. What do, what do you think? Different abilities, played basketball. It's it's different if you're say two feet tall or six feet tall, for example, or six feet tall and without the ability. Yeah, yeah, okay. It maybe felt better than the first activity. Closer, closer than the first activity, but still not quite fair. Where might you see this in your life? Something that everyone's treated equally. Schools. Sta gym class. Standardized anything, really. Standardized testing, but sta anything that's standardized. Golf. Golf and handicap. Yeah, I mean, that's a very specific. Yeah, golf and handicap. Different ways of learning. Age. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Voting. Voting. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep that in your mind. We'll sing again. This one, I, I love picking music that goes along with what we're doing. We're doing one more step. It's 168. You may rise in body or spirit. You may stay seated. 168 also on the projector.
we, we embody this access every time we sing also, because if you have the hymnal, it had one more um, verse. That's the, I was like, hymn, lyric, what, verse. Verse is the word. Had one more verse. The first song had three or four more verses. Sometimes the lyrics are different on the hymnal or on the, so we have access, different access. Now, to me, when I look at what we just did with equality, it seems to me a logical, next logical step in fairness is equity, where everyone gets the support they need. So the person who is shorter gets a higher place to stand. The person who is taller doesn't need that support, doesn't, doesn't receive it, right? If you come from a disadvantaged background, here's some more support to make the same, make sure the opportunities are actually equal, not just equal on paper. This is where affirmative action comes in. If people have heard that term, affirmative action, and we saw this recently with universities who tried to address inequality by admitting students based on race and going against the cultural norm of sort of being blind. Affirmative action means people from uh, generally underprivileged backgrounds get a little boost up because the rest of their life, they're getting the boost back or getting held back, right? Now, right away, we can see this is fraught. Right away, we can see this is fraught. Because there may be a sense of entitlement on either side, right? Where's my box? Why didn't I get a box? I need two boxes. Make sure I get my two boxes, right? The person getting less support or the person getting more support, why are they getting more than me? Why am I not getting anything? Where's mine? Or I need more. I need this help. Who's to judge? Who's to say? Which one? Where's my box? Where's my extra box? I can't see. This isn't fair. That's not fair. Is, it, is equity fair? Well, it's not equal. That's for certain. It's not equal. But is it fair? Is it better? Yeah? Not perfect, but it's better. Online, feel free to shout, shout stuff out too by typing, and, and we'll have the voice in the back share your thoughts. Has pitfalls. Has pitfalls. Requires a good heart. It does take into account historical context. Yeah. So let's do this again. Who still has paper? There's a lot of scrap paper. It's amazing how much scrap paper you can accumulate. You can go back and get some more. You can pick up something. Here's what we're going to do with affirmative action. If you are an adult person, you need to stand at the same line as before. If you are not an adult person, you may stand up here at this mark. Brings up so many questions. Who gets to decide? Who gets to decide the different treatment? Do I decide? Do you decide? Do we put policies in place? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Go for it. Go. Affirmative action. In action.
I would say it's genetics over here. So what happened? What happened with this one? Yeah, yeah, a lot fewer adults participated. Either because they're like, oh, God, we're doing this again, or because they're like, well, that's a really big difference. I don't want to be, I don't want to be made full of again. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the advantage. Why would I take part in this? Other thoughts? Mm -hmm. Yeah, adults could be thinking, I have my own disabilities, my own things that need to be made up for, and he's not taking that into account. He's just saying adult versus non-adult. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. What's... What is the age cutoff for adult? Who decides? Governmental, 18? Mm, is it coming of age, sort of religious, like bar bat mitzvah, teens? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it how you feel in your mind? Then we all might be, I don't, I don't know. Yeah? That's a, that's a really good That's an excellent point. Making it as fair as possible takes a lot of work. I could have had each one of you upon entering give me your height, your arm strength, your like basketball history, and then base it on that, where you stand. It's like, well, you're here, you're there, and to make it really accurate, that's almost, almost incalcul incalculable. And then with universities doing the same thing, it's really hard to do. So I only had two lines. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's the objective? That's, that's an excellent point. And it comes a little bit into what I'm talking about next is what's the objective? Is the objective sinking the shot? Are we all, is that our goal for everything? Yeah. Yes. Do we put value on talent? Talent is it not just age. Should we say, well, do you have experience with basketball? Back it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, that's a very good point. And this is actually, for, you can't tell this person's shirt. This is, this is Asian Americans um, saying it should be race neutral, that affirmative action has been hurting me. 
So that's a really good point. So saying like affirmative action is not helpful to me. It has been hurting me and my family and my background. And this is the, the giving you a boost up where, I mean, we can read into these facial expressions. We don't know. Is there pride? Is there enmity? Is there, we don't know. But that's, yeah, it's, it's fraught. It's complicated. Yes. Where else have you felt this in your lives? Or have you? I've definitely had job interviews where they said, you know what? We have enough people who look like you. Doesn't feel good, but then I'm like, oh, wait, but that, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, thank you, but, oh, mm. That's tough. Age and level of education, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Being woman in a male-dominated work field, you'll see the, that come up a little bit, yeah. Being a male in the civil service, walking into a job, being told, as long as there's a black person or woman, you'll never get it. Hmm. Being a male in civil service and being told, as long as there's a black person or a woman, you'll never get it. Which, which, which never get a promotion, which is, which, which is, like, there's no easy, right, correct answer. And I'm hopeful that in this place, this is why we have a nurturing, supportive community so we can say those things that are like, this is how I felt. This is how I felt. They might not be the same. That's okay. Convicted felons. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot. This brings up a lot. Oftentimes I have more written. Today I'm more like, what's going to come up? Yeah. Yeah. Reflect, yes. I was going to say, I mean, the trick with this is you really have to really work at it to make it fair. Like uh, you said that um, I think they were discriminating against Asians who are working class because like, they're more like, educational off Asians and the, and the affirmative action movement, for the affirmative action movement that goes out a little bit. But I mean, that's just a sign, not that Yes, this is, again, we see how, yeah, how difficult this is. And if we're doing affirmative action, is it just based on race? Is it based on income? Is it based on something else? All of these different, yeah. Or do we not do affirmative action? It's hard. Justice is said to be blind, right? But is that helpful or hurtful? I want you all to hold these in your thoughts, in your hearts. Did you want to say, Did you want to say something? Hold these ideas in your hearts and your minds as we listen to classic Simon and Garfunkel song, uh, Sparrow. Tree. 
I won't share my branches with no sparrow's nest And my blanket of leaves won't warm a cold breast Ooh, will love a little sparrow The entire idea is utterly absurd I'd be laughed at and scorned if the other swans heard And who will take pity in his heart Starving sparrow, not eyes to the golden wheat. I would if I could, but I cannot. I know I need all my grain to prosper and grow. Dust were ye made, and dust ye shall be. We can bring this time of sharing to a close, and this week we will do so by singing Spirit of Life. The words will show up on the screen here, and it will be performed by our very own Christine Perry.
The human race is a vast rainbow, white, black, red, yellow and brown, bursting into view. Yet for all, blood is red, the sky is blue, the earth brown, the night dark. In size and shape, we are a varied pattern of tall and short, slim and stout, elegant and plain. Yet for all, there are fingers to touch, hearts to break, eyes to cry, ears to hear, a mouth to speak. Boundaries divide us, lines drawn to mark our diversity. Maps charted to separate the human race from itself. Yet a mother's grief, a father's love, a child's happy cry, a musician's sound, an artist's stroke, batter the boundaries and shatter the walls. Strength and weakness, arrogance and humility, confidence and fear live together in each one, reminding us that we share a common humanity. We are all more human than otherwise. to quickly apologize as Andrew steps forward. We did have one more message in chat that came out during Spirit of Life, which was from Jerry Lazaro, and thanking everyone who reached out to him following his Matters of the Heart announcement last week. We are all more human than otherwise. Thank you, Tony. And Mike, thanks. That's absolutely like where I'm going here, that we need to be careful about language. Language is powerful. The goals we have based on one thing or another, we need to be aware of what we're doing. Here, we made it, right? Justice is the goal, the goal of justice, sometimes also called liberation. The cause of the inequality was addressed. Well, some of it, I guess. Right? If you can, if you're going, if you're only, if your goal, like what's the goal? If our goal was to see the game, the inequality has been addressed. Everyone can see the match that's happening. There's no longer a fence blocking our view. The barrier has been removed. This analogy works really well, as they can all see, without needing any boxes. We don't need to make sure we're equal or we're equitable or we're fair with the boxes. Now, it's harder when we talk about this in society. I mean, what does it look like to be liberated from sexism or racism? Maybe it means that comparable jobs for men and women will have comparable pay. Liberation might look like no need for affirmative action because the population in universities parallels the population as a whole. Right? 
rather than skewed one way or another. Justice might mean that we no longer need to say that justice is our goal. Liberation means we've made it. That marginalized voices don't need to be lifted up because no one's marginalized. Oh, well, that, I mean, it's working, it's working toward our own uselessness, which, but also maybe to an unachievable goal, right? I mean, the food pantry won't need to exist because there's no disparity of access to healthful and nutritious food. The homeless shelter can close because everyone who wants an affordable and decent house can get one. We no longer need to focus on promoting justice because we live in a completely just world. Possibly unachievable. Maybe even probably unachievable for any of those goals, but definitely righteous goals. Like those are, they're, they're good goals, even though they're unachievable. So let's work to a world where nonprofits go out of business because they aren't needed anymore. Right? Let's do that. Wow, justice work, it takes courage, it takes community, you can't do this alone, it takes community support, it takes creativity, it takes letting go of some of our privilege, it takes getting into really tough conversations. Let's talk about our last activity here. Here is where we see some of this. We can't solve all the world's problems today, I'll tell you right now. Liberation, here's the card. Oh, no, that's not the one. Yeah, that's, this is good. Liberation. Liberation, right? What does it look like? A chain turning into birds. Paper flying away. We can't solve all the world's problems today, but we can talk about justice and liberation with regard to our last activity. What does justice or liberation look like with regard to this? How can we work toward self-liberation? I still have some scrap paper. I'm open to ideas. What's liberation in our activity? Everyone stands wherever they need to stand to get the paper in the basket. Make paper airplanes. Do we need to get them in the basket? No, no just no, not necessarily. Just make paper. Well, what are you waiting for? Let's let's do some liberation. Oh, there's a I see a paper airplane in the back. Try it. Give it a shot. What else do we? What other liberation? Oh, no, it, it didn't make it very far. What other liberation can we do with, with scrap paper recycling, with this? Do, do we shift the goal? Do we just scrap the, scrap the goal? More buckets. More buckets. More recycling bins. All right. Yeah. I mean, Mike just took the scrap paper. He said, okay, well, what about, okay, I mean. It's all, it's all recycling. We don't need to ball it up and throw it. We can just put it in the recycling bin. Yeah, yeah. This is where we need creativity, thinking outside the box. Yes, this is just talking about scrap paper and recycling. But this will get us thinking about, like, okay, what does liberation look like with watching a soccer game? 
Oh, I don't know. What does justice look like with regard to academia? Thank you. What does liberation or justice look like in our hearts, in our community, in those people we interact with? I don't know. How can we promote justice with regard to sexism and racism, two of the really insidious and large things in our culture? I don't know. I don't have the answers. I have questions. I come with questions for you. That's where, that's where we're going to go. But with that, we think about these things. We come together. We say, hey, would justice look like this? Oh, what about that? Or how about we put our money or support here or our time or our energy this way or that way? This is why we have these conversations. This is why we talk about our mission. This is why we talk about the UUA and its mission. It's like, are we doing the right thing for the right reasons? Maybe yes, maybe no. We have to be discerning. It's a, a hidden talent we now know you have. <laughs> With that airplane, last flight there, let's move into our closing song. It's 121. We'll build a land. Lyrics will be up here. You may also use your hymnal. Please rise in body or in spirit. 121, we'll build a land. Like an air. 
now is the time when we start building the land, when we start doing the justice work, when we help pick up the trash from another group. Thank you very much for doing that. Now is the time when we leave these walls, or stay for the potluck, when we start to embody what we've been talking about. So yes, we extinguish the chalice, we extinguish the peace lamp, but we hold everything that these stand for in our hearts and hopefully in our actions as we live this week. I close with these words. If you have come here to help me, you are wasting your time. But if you have come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then let us work together. Amen and blessed be.